When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to NFL Live, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming your way from LSU ahead of LSU Ole Miss, we got Joe Burrow's Heisman. What, what is going on? What are you guys doing here? You know what? This is great. You know, I, lo I love the fact that that you can accept, adjust, and move on and meet us at LSU after we kind of whipped that butt you last come week. come right in with the smack top. Thank you so much. Because it looks so good. Look, look what winning looks like. Lots of winning it looks here. Like. Beautiful. Yeah. You also go to the NFL from this place. Yeah, a lot of that. And we'll be talking wow. about that today as well as the great slate on Sunday. What you thought? I was just going to stop. We're all playing less than what we're capable of. We just can't keep beating ourselves up. Anybody feel sorry for you? I'm completely internally motivated, excited to get back out there. Hey, let's go, let's shake it up. Way too close, don't play around. We break it right, we dominate. I can make them shake, I can make them pop. I can make them roll, I've been on a roll, I've been on a watch. Claiming I'm your op. Get back to business. Come on, big time. Special NFL Live on a Friday. You're looking at Death Valley in the Tigers' eye. That's where seventh-ranked Ole Miss takes on the LSU Tigers tomorrow. We're in town for SEC Nation, but also for NFL Live. And what an incredible opportunity with our guys coming home. Ryan Clark and Marcus Spears. <laughs> They're it? back. You guys are back in town. Why are you doing? Hey, Sway. We in the quad. I, I, I used to kick it with my wife. Went right over there. <laughs> Girl, you going to marry me? <laughs> I was here no. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been fun even just being on campus with yeah. you guys. Of course, a couple legends here. And they call it LSU, but it also should be NFLU. I mean, the amount of guys that come out of here, right? It's crazy. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Program is in great standing. Yep. It's a great place to play football. If I could just sell LSU for a second. I mean, wonderful place. Do it. It, tru it truly sh should sell itself. Every time you turn the TV on on Sunday, there isn't a game that happens in the NFL where you don't say this play was made by such and such who went to LSU. And other than that, it's the greatest people in the world. It's the greatest <laughs> fans in the world. And you can look at swag and know greatest it's the food. greatest food in the world. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be getting some of that food yeah. a little bit later. More from these guys around LSU, but certainly around the NFL slate as well. But we begin with one of our top stories news that broke late last night with Adam Schefter, Christian McCaffrey. Now with the 49ers, Adam. Well, Laura, the trade is now official. Christian McCaffrey arrived in San Francisco earlier today, has passed his physical with the 49ers. He has been assigned number 23, one up from the 22 he wore in Carolina. And now the question will become, does he play on Sunday versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Kyle Shanahan said that decision is still up in the air, hasn't decided, but right now the 49ers are just happy to have worked out this deal and beaten out the Los Angeles Rams for the services of Christian McCaffrey. If we look back over recent seasons, 
The 49ers and Rams have gone head-to-head -head vying for so many of the same players. Both teams were interested in Matthew Stafford. The Rams got him. Both teams were interested in Odell Beckham Jr. The Rams got him. Both teams were interested in Christian McCaffrey. This time, the 49ers prevailed. And so Christian McCaffrey's last game as a Carolina Panther came against the Los Angeles Rams. And if he doesn't play this Sunday, his first game for the 49ers will also be against the Los Angeles Rams. Hmm. <laughs> it's funny how it works out that way. It will be interesting to see if he ends up playing. It's a really important game against the Chiefs. Thanks to Adam for all the latest on this news. We'll keep our eye on exactly more of the clarity and whether or not we see him this weekend in his 49ers number 23. Over the last five seasons, Christian McCaffrey leads all players in yards after the catch per game. He joins the 49ers who have two players in Debo Samuel and George Kittle that also both rank top four in that area over that span. You got to think Shanahan's salivating over this. With these three guys on the same team, we can only expect to see more yak. The Bay Area. <laughs> Marcus, what did you think when you saw this trade? First of all, I love when you lean in the yak. You gotta That's lean into one. it, you know? The first thing I thought was Jimmy Garoppolo the luckiest man on earth. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and you think about the San Francisco offense, and we talk about this all the time when we're together about the versatility, how difficult it is mm -hmm. for to, to defend Kyle Shanahan, regardless of how good you are up front. He yeah. always seems to eliminate your best defensive player or put him in a bind. Now you got guys that you can you can flip the field with, right? We know Debo is devastating. And when you a defensive coordinator, you gotta go and you gotta devise a game plan that starts with getting him on the ground, but more importantly, all of the positions he lines up in. Mm -hmm. Now you add that with Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. So you you are opening up 53 and the third, which is the width of a football field, even more to a team that already made you go east yeah. and west and right. play very uncomfortably. Also, too, let, let's take the numbers away from these guys. Let's take away Brandon Ayuk's 11. Let's take away the 19 from Debo Samuel. Let's take away now the 23 from Christian McCaffrey, and they can all do so much of the same thing. And so now it doesn't matter what formation you come out in. You can have guys in each position that can get the football out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hand extremely early and allow them to be players and athletes in space. Yeah. That's exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. And think about this, right? Like everybody has, we all have our neighborhoods, right? We have our homeowners associations. <laughs> when, when you're driving down the street in your neighborhood or you're around the corner and somebody does something to their yard, it doesn't really affect you. But when your neighbor does it, yeah. it's different, right? Yeah. That's when Yonk comes inside and say, you know what? We should do something with our bushes. And we're like, why? Well, so-and-so next door did it. If you're the San Francisco 49ers, you got to watch the Los Angeles Rams Absolutely. build a team through trades. And now they've gone out and yep. done the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. And I believe it's a slam dunk. And, yeah, and, the and, Panthers get some draft picks, too, on this. We'll get to their side to later. to point, like, dude, when we look at the NFC, it's wide open. Yep. Yeah. Like, this could be a shifting move is for it? the San Francisco 49ers. Even I believe it the, is. with the injury history of McCaffrey? Absolutely. Absolutely, I believe it is, because now you don't have to be the bell cow one. We know how much of that offense he uh, made up for in, in, in Carolina. And now he's back in familiarity. I don't think a lot of people yeah. are really taking that into account. You you know you and I and me and RC has talked about this before. Sometimes the change of scenery is more than yeah. just football, mm -hmm. right? So when you look at Christian McCaffrey, you look at this system which gives him more room to operate as opposed to eight-man boxes being stacked 
stacked up against you when you're in Carolina because you are the offense. Debo takes pressure off of him. Ayuk takes pressure off of him. Kittle takes pressure off of him. And then he's back on the West Listen, Coast. RC, we all want to be on the West Coast. The, but not even about being the West Coast. This is what I love. He gets to walk into that building and be like, what up, Uncle Kyle? Yes. Right? Like, you forget, <laughs> like, his pops played yeah. for played for Big Shanahan. Right. And now you're playing for Kyle Shanahan. This is somebody you've known. Somebody that's going to want to see you succeed. And the other piece of it is if you're the San Francisco 49ers and you're thinking about injuries, guess what happens if he gets hurt? You're no worse off than you were before you <laughs> traded. That's a good point. But if he's playing, if he's healthy, you're a much better team that's so much harder to defend, and you've now taken more pressure off of your quarterback who you tried to draft out of there yeah. last year anyway. And think about the success of the backs we didn't know. Breida. In San Francisco. Most Pick them. Like that, that Elijah system, Mitchell coming yeah. out. Yeah. That, that'll make a lot of running backs look great. Now you so Christian McCaffrey. It, it, it's a, it seems like a great fit. More on this 49ers-Chiefs matchup a little bit later on the show. Again, Adam telling us that we don't know for sure if McCaffrey's going to play. Let's get back to the beginning of week seven, which is last night with the Cardinals playing against the Saints. And in this one, of course, everybody's excited because that guy's back. Mm. DeAndre Hopkins, how did you see his impact play out oh, early on? Immediately opened up the field. Kyler Murray looked much more comfortable. He understood when the play broke down, I need to find my guy. And even in the second half, when they really made it a point to get it in hop hands, the game shifted and changed. Yeah, he would end up finishing with 10 catches, 103 yards. Now, here was a key moment. Mm -hmm. Confusion and miscommunication in the red zone there for the Cardinals. They'd have to take a timeout. And you see, Kyler Murray is upset. He's exchanging words with Cliff Kingsbury. We'll get into this in moments, as well as the explanation from both sides about what happened here after the temper settled first and goal. And Keontae Ingram runs it up the middle for the two-yard score. Cardinals would get the two-point conversion to tie the game at 14. Ensuing Saints possession, Andy Dalton oh, Andy. picked off. Woo. This ain't Andy yeah, Falk. That's, 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 that ain't that's Andy Falk. But yeah. watch this athleticism in the this end zone. Yum. That's a Florida Gator. That's when you're young. <laughs> we love it. Uh, yeah, thank you for that shout out. The duality of man, as Mina Kine pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> Andy there, and then you got some guy just trapezing in the air. Next drive for the Saints. Dalton thrown over the middle. This time, Isaiah Simmons able to pick it off. Return for another pick six. Cardinals defense coming up big. They extend their lead 28 to 14. They go on to win it 42 to 34. And here's the guys talking about the heated exchange. Yeah, he, he said I didn't look good on TV um, acting that fiery. So he said, I don't know, this is a Gen Z thing. You're on TV, so calm down. I'm like, I like showing emotion. So when you have competitors that have a level of intensity like that, I think it, it'll keep pushing us forward. Uh, he's real animated over there on the sidelines sometimes. So um, it's always, you know, it's never, it's never, you know, calm down. We're good. You know, we're going to make it right. Um, we ended up scoring, so that was good. But, uh, yeah, that's all I was saying. Just chill out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we got what you were saying, Kyler. It just maybe was the way it that you said it. was a little bit more to chill out. <laughs> what, what did you make of the heated exchange? First off, we've Kyler. all been in arguments, and we all tell our significant others, hey, listen, it ain't what you say, but how you say it. Yeah! You can say the same thing two different ways, and it's a different reaction from me. Totally. But when you look at what Kyler and Cliff were, were dealing with, I actually don't have an issue with it. And it's because I've been in locker rooms. It's because I understand relationships. Now, those two individuals have to understand their relationships 
leadership as well and also be aware of how they have to deal with perception. The thing I like about it is this. Kyler is upset. Kyler is showing emotion, which we don't see from Kyler Murray very often. But Cliff Kingsbury was the adult in the room. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury said, you know what? I can't fire back at Kyler. He has to go back, back out on the field and perform. They had the conversations. They were able to move on. And this team played well going forward. Now what needs to happen is we need to have a conversation in my office. Oh, we can have it at your house or we can have it over dinner about how we move forward from this. Yeah. And this never happens. I think it's vital what RC said about the relationship because the one thing Cliff Kingsbury has to make sure of that the lines don't get blurred. Because you, 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 we all know that quarterbacks have different relationships with head coaches, ownership, general managers. That's, that's the way of the league. And the perception publicly is what you have to defend against because everything has been creeping into Arizona. You've yeah, been losing, right. not having a lot of success. The conversation has shifted away from Kyler because of the contract. Yeah. And now it's about Cliff's job. So now it's about the rapport and respect that the world sees, that everybody that. else thinks about how you yeah. and Kyler operate together. You noticed something about D Hop in the post game yeah. press conference. Yeah. What stood out to you? Well, so so D Hop in the press game in the post game press conference says, "I called a player only meeting." This is a guy that missed the first six games right. due to suspension, and he said, "I made sure Kyler spoke first. I felt like that was extremely important for our team to see him as a leader." And then now you go out and see the fiery reaction that he has in the red zone, and then this team goes to win. At some point. We had to stop talking about clauses and contracts and Kyler underperforming and start talking about him leading this football Absolutely. team. And this could be the week and the moment that leads to yeah, that. I, I'm, a, I'm wholeheartedly in agreement with you, RC, because one thing showed up for me when it came to Kyler, and I've watched him sit on the bench and get quiet when things are going bad. It mattered to him. Yeah. Regardless of how it came out, it mattered to him. And then you go out and have success as well. I think the big thing for the Arizona Cardinals moving forward especially when it comes to Cliff and Kyler, you just have to make sure, like I said, those lines aren't blurred and it gets to a level of disrespect. They should also and always be, manage be thanking D-Hop for being the voice of reason within right? that exchange 100%. as well. He as the was, best player. He was, he as the was best player. Right up in there. Kyler, in totally. between them both, he allowed that situation to not affect the team going That's forward. You saw his presence on the field and certainly <laughs> off. And, yeah, we do that all the time. That's actually true. more true than we'd like to admit. Okay, <laughs> NFL Live carries on <laughs> from Baton Rouge. <laughs> and of course, these guys find a way to show their LSU alum some love. RC says, none more deserving than Burrow and Chase with the resurging Bengals. It's all about go Tigers. Plus, more on superstar running back Christian McCaffrey taking his talents to the Bay. Is it enough to make the 49ers the NFC favorite? We will discuss. NFL Live is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We'll be back with more from Baton Rouge. FanDuel. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You Tigers <laughs> are the damn national champions. I have to be a Tiger. However long we're doing this, we can't even. <laughs> Bro, we've been here before. LSU has scored on the Marcus Spears interception. Roar! That's a five-star. That's a five-star. Professionalism was the last thing I was thinking about. Lord, this is freaking hilarious. Let us have our shine. Go Tigers. Louisiana State University. Look at these LSU boys. Man, y'all had some good numbers. You know what? I had some numbers on you guys. I got to load these up for a second. Give me one second here. Numbers I, I got numbers on y'all. All right, listen to this. Marcus Spears, nine sacks and 17 tackles for a loss in 2004. Hey. Both rank in top five for single season marks in program history. He ranks top ten all time in sacks and tackles for loss in program history. And Ryan Clark's 315 career tackles are tied for the seventh most That's in program Look at y'all, Why too. nobody wasn't tackling? RC, look at me. Look at my thigh. Yeah, that's that's how you get <laughs> a lot of it's meaty. tackles meaty. for loss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to be thick thigh to All make right. plays. So, yeah, the thickness worked out. So so here's a – since we're back home in Baton Rouge, we got to give some love to some LSU guys that went on to play in the pros. And let's begin with some matchups that you're looking out yeah. for this week with some of these players. Marcus, you start us off. Yeah, for me it's Clyde. It was Hilaire going against this San Francisco defense. Listen, he's been involved, and Kansas City has shown a commitment to get their backs involved, not only handing the ball off, but in the pass game. So I'm understanding now how this offense is needing to operate because of the offensive uh, weapons that they have at wide receiver. These backs are making up for a lot of this offense in the passing game. I think CEH has a big one. Listen, I'm excited to see Quan Alexander as he faces the Denver Broncos, and I'm mostly just pointing out his contributions to what this defense is. He is running sideline to sideline, been a physical hitter the entire season, and also the way that they use him in coverage on backs and tight ends inside the numbers shows how versatile he is and also some of the athleticism that he possesses. Quan Alexander is a major part of a New York Jets team that we have to start paying attention to, and I expect him to play well because every defense does against the Denver Broncos this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my man Patrick Queen in Baltimore. Listen, this is the ultimate test against Nick Chubb in this run game from the Cleveland Browns, and he is going to be on notice because you got to get him stopped. An athletic linebacker had an interception last week. He's starting to come into his own and kind of carry that tradition of Baltimore Ravens middle linebackers, but this is a division opponent. This is a big game, and we know what Cleveland wants to do. They want to get the ball in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt's hands. Nobody's job as important as Patrick Queens this week. It's really important to see what Leonard Fournette can be against the Panthers this week. He's been huge in the run game, but also catching passes for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady has used them, utilized him, and made sure that he had the football in his hands. But you know what I was thinking about when I think about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I thought to myself, what's better than having one Tiger? <laughs> having three Tigers! Woo! It's Russell Gage, it's Leonard Fournette, it's Devin White, and when you on this campus, and when you're in the quad, you know what it's like to have that tiger on your helmet. We are blitzing, we are catching, we are blocking, we are running. It don't matter. It's going to start tomorrow again. 
up my mic. It's all right, my dog. It's, it's okay. Cool. It's well, okay. Don't trip. We'll, we'll get trip. your mic fixed as we carry on here. How about Ooh, this like combo? At a mega yeah. church. You killed that. Yeah, rip that up and just throw it somewhere. Ooh, it's I'm the only sweating. way to go. We're, we're hyped now. Why you didn't tell me you was about to do that. I'm sorry. He had to it hit you like, with it out of nowhere. Like what happened the tomorrow. day before we won the championship, and then we went on the next morning smoking cigars at 2020. And, and I got I a confession to make. I got a confession to make. I had a little bit too much yak that night. Yeah, you did. That okay, was an interesting morning on Get through. Up. We got through it, and we told a lot of great stories that maybe we didn't remember. All right, how about this combo of RC, former I'm LSU players you. as we look at our smart lineup decisions provided by IBM Watson. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase look to continue the success they had against the Saints last week as they face the Falcons in this one. One of the better games this weekend, and the Bengals are 3-1 and one in their last four games. Big reason for that has been the play of Joe Burrow just being a dude and stepping up since week three Burrow ranks six among all quarterbacks in total QBR and second in touchdown to interception ratio throwing nine touchdowns to just one interception the only quarterbacks to throw more touchdowns than Burrow over that span are Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes that's right where you want to be company. Yeah. so RC for Burrow to get the ball in this matchup against the Falcons and the Bengals defense yeah. they're gonna have to handle this Falcons run game yeah. that's been really really good how do they do that make sure their offense has a chance well I mean the first thing is and you know Marcus and I we were all talking about it on the call the Atlanta Falcons have one of the more versatile run games in the entire NFL and it starts with Marcus Mariota yeah, it's so different when your quarterback can use his legs to create plays and you can run options and he has opportunities to get outside the pocket the other piece of that is go back to the Baltimore Ravens game against the Cincinnati Bengals and watch those two runs late by Lamar Jackson defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo from the Cincinnati Bengals told me during camp they have two days strictly dedicated to the run game of the Baltimore Ravens and you're going to see a lot of that against the Atlanta Falcons and if they don't stop it if they aren't disciplined they could be in trouble but Marcus I want to ask you what type of bind does it put you in when our offensive run game has so much versatility well you know earlier this month we had an eight minute conversation yeah. about being under center play action making things look the same and using different plays out of it but when you have an athletic quarterback RC it puts the ends especially in the bind because you got to make a decision. You have some coaches that want to attack the mesh point mm. to make the guy make a quick decision. Some coaches want to slow play it to make sure you try to confuse the quarterback on whether to give or take. And then athleticism. We always yeah. talk about the RPO, but we, all, we, we fail a lot to mention how much space is created before the actual yeah. play develops. Mm -hmm. And we, we see that with Philly because Jalen is obviously athletic. And the yeah. thing, we, I, I, I need a lot of people to start paying attention. This is in the vein of Arthur Smith. Yeah. Arthur Smith wants to run the football. Coming from Tennessee. Coming from Tennessee. Mariota was in Tennessee. Yeah. And this is the best way for this team to win. They had Tampa on their heels before mm -hmm. the Grady Jerry call. Last week, we saw them have a tremendous amount of success against the 49ers. The Bengals have all of their hands full dealing with this run game. You know, it's funny because I think people thought Mariota was being brought in as kind of a stopgap. Now it feels like he's perfect for this system. Absolutely. And Arthur Smith knew exactly what he was doing with that. Absolutely. Let's pick this game. Who are you taking? You know what? I forgot. You're taking the Bengals. I'm the taking Bengals. the Bengals. I am oh taking God. the Bengals. 26 to 20. Son, After listening I to Marcus, forgot. I actually convinced myself that to I might need to go the other way. Hey, if yeah. you want to switch, you can. No, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. Okay, cool. I got the Bengals. Oh.
Please Should we pick help the us. Falcons? Help us. Okay, well, I was going to pick the Bengals, but I think I'll pick my Falcons because y'all have me Georgia. convinced. Good. I'm from Atlanta, Good. and listen, Good. I've been impressed by the Falcons. This isn't a stretch of a pick it's to really make not. a change. It's really not. Sorry to do that to y'all, but I just picked the Falcons. I changed it. It's all good. Sorry, Michelle. And by the way, odds makers, I know. He's like, I forgot my pick because you changed my mind. Odds makers with you guys on this game, they favor Cincinnati by six and a half points. We got more coming your way on NFL Live from Baton Rouge. And we get into plenty of the chatter about the timing of Tua's return. But hear why one Dolphins teammate says when he's in there, they're just different. Stay tuned. You're watching NFL Live presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Back for more from LSU as they get ready to take on Ole Miss. NFL Live carries on. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Here's our week seven Monday night football matchup. The Bears in Foxborough to take on the three and three Patriots who've won two straight. Mac Jones is expected to play in this one at eight Eastern on ESPN. ESPN Deportes in the ESPN app. Peyton and Eli also back on ESPN two. Our coverage begins with Monday night countdown at six. Let's get some updates on some key injuries as we head into week seven. The remainder of it. Jeremy Fowler is with us. Let's begin with Jonathan Taylor. Jeremy. Laura, Jonathan Taylor is off the injury report. He is good to go to play Sunday against the Titans. I'm told from a source that Taylor is very strict about following his body. Last two weeks, didn't feel close to 100%. Figured why put myself out there, but now much closer to 100%, which means he is ready for contact in a divisional rival game. Matt Ryan doesn't have to throw 58 times this week like he did last week against Jacksonville. He's got his top running back back. Let's go to Russell Wilson. I just spoke to a source who said that Wilson split reps evenly with backup. Brett Rippian today did more and more throughout the week on that hamstring issue, but he is a game-time decision listed as questionable. The team's going to see how he feels tomorrow, so not a slam dunk he plays, but Russell does badly want to play, help Denver get out of this threat. Never missed a game until last year, so this is a guy who plans to be out there in full. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Got Kenny Pickett. 
He has cleared concussion protocol. This is a bit surprising because he practiced in full all week, almost as if nothing happened. But the at league average on return from concussion protocol has been nine days this year. A lot of Steelers have missed games with concussion protocol, so perhaps he had little to no symptoms and is good to go. That's good news for Pittsburgh. They will tell Pickett to do what he's been doing, which is sling it downfield. Don't be afraid to stretch it. Now let's go to the last one, Tua. Similar situation with the concussion protocol, but he's missed a few weeks. We all saw the hit, but I'm told he's had no setbacks really throughout the entire process. He went through full practice. The last check mark really was for him to practice today in full and look good and feel comfortable like he had been in previous days. Everything looked really good. And so the Dolphins could establish the run a little more, maybe move the pocket at times to protect him at all costs from taking another hit. But I'm told there, otherwise there are really no setbacks or preventions here. They're going to let him go do his thing. Yeah, it'll be great to see him back out there and hope for the best. Thanks to Jeremy for all the information there. Let's continue with Miami and Tua Tungavailoa. The drop-off from quarterback play between Tua to Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson has been huge this season. You see it there. The two combined to throw three touchdowns to four interceptions and both their QBRs significantly below Tua. That's also because Tua was great early this season, posting an 80 total QBR, which still stands still as the highest mark in the NFL entering week seven despite the time that he's missed. Here's Raheem Mostert, his teammate, with RC on the pivot, talking about Tua's return. Greatest podcast in the land. My he guy. just comes back, and it's just like an aura around the whole huddle. Like, we had practice with him earlier today, and, like, you could just tell the aura and, like, the demand that he's asking throughout his players, like, his teammates, his brothers. Like, it, it's different. Like, y'all know that huddle. Y'all know that guy that come in, and y'all like, oh, yeah, we got to rally around this guy. That's definitely Tua. Um, and... I'm excited, man. You know, we got a good game coming up this week. So uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for not only him, but for the whole team to bounce back and get back to what we know, what, what we've been able to do. You know, RC, I found this fascinating because there are the people who have doubted to and yeah. questioned him, questioned his leadership and some of the things. And, and that certainly dispels all of it. Yeah. What did you take away from Raheem? I, I was shocked. And, you know, I know you guys had opportunity to cover him and work with him, but I never had that opportunity. Yeah. You kind of only could see from the outside or listen to some of the things you heard from people who necessarily weren't in the locker room. And you could see it on Raheem's face when he talked about Tua Tungvaloa that he, he believes in him. And I think back to the fourth quarter against Baltimore. I think back to the Buffalo game fighting through that injury, which obviously we know now we wish he, he wouldn't have. Yeah. But we saw how that drew the team closer to him, how they now know that that's their guy. And after playing with Skyler, after playing with Teddy Bridgewater, and to have Tua Tungvaloa back in that huddle, the one thing that struck me, he said, you can tell what he demands from the rest of the people in right. that huddle. You don't get to demand anything from grown men unless you earn it. Earn it. And Tua Tungvaloa has earned it in that locker room in Miami. I think you make a great point, RC, and I would love to lament on his impact uh, from a psychological standpoint. But I want to focus because unfairly he was judged before he even had a sample size. You're right. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, you're right. And you bro. see within this system with with uh, Mike that he's able to pinpoint accuracy is his is his superpower. Right. We talked about that at Alabama, speaking of covering him. And now when you have a Tyreek Hill and a Jalen Waddle and a Mike Gesicki, it's no coincidence that Miami is good in the red area. Right. Because Tua is accurate. Yeah. And he understands how to get these guys the ball. And I see I, I talked about 
about this a few days ago. You don't know what you have until it's gone. And Tua had enough of a sample size for not only the Miami Dolphins fans, but everybody around the league to understand how this offense yeah. is going to operate. And then you saw the reverse with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I'm not trying to throw shade to Teddy Bridgewater. No. You cannot operate this offense without an accurate quarterback that can get the ball. It's supposed That's to how look it's different. supposed to look. How much of the Tua stuff, though, is the other guys that were drafted with him, Joe Burrow and Justin Absolutely. Herbert? Absolutely. It is. Yeah, the pressure. Right. I mean, you, you speak to that you, for sure. You pick Tua at five and Justin Herbert right after him, and you know that the Dolphins pass on Justin Herbert. That's going to fall him, but yeah. I, I do think it's worth pointing out that two is not some huge rah-rah leader. You don't mm -hmm. see that out of him, but yet he is a leader that I think is respected. Yes. And we're finally seeing a coaching staff that builds him up to be That's that true. as well, which I think is key. All right, the Steelers, can they stay consistent? You think we, we heard the news that Kenny Pickett cleared concussion protocol should be good to go. Uh, is it going to be more of what we saw last week or more of what we've seen earlier <laughs> in the season? RC? You know what? I, I don't necessarily know if they play as well as they played last week, but Marcus understands like you have to build that confidence. It was a great response to what we saw in Buffalo and I believe coach Tomlin will coach them the same way he'll continue to talk about the ways that they lost or the things that they didn't do as well as they should have against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. but it's going to be difficult against the Miami Dolphins but I think they have the coach to do it and also leaders like Cam Hayward who understand what the Steeler way truly is who are you picking the Steelers. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me, Shell. I got my paper in front of me, and I picked that one from the heart. You know what? The LSU being on campus, it bought the homer out of yeah. me. Yeah, you're big homer. And at least if I lose, everybody in Pittsburgh will be like, R.C., picked us. Yep. You got you only got him winning by one point. Oh. I mean, it's a, it's a good pick. Okay, what Absolutely you Absolutely glad Steelers you admitted Dolphins. you a homer, so yeah. I'm not alone Fine anymore. With me. <laughs> okay, I'm taking the Dolphins. All right, nice. and, and I, my bad, dog. You do this to me with the Cowboys okay. all the time. I respect that. I'm taking the Dolphins 20 to 17. I think Tua coming back not only is going to make this team better offensively, but it's going to change the psychology. Yeah. Like, this team realized He's our leader. That's our guy. So you heard Mostert talk about him glowingly. Tyreek Hill might have not been lying. Tyreek Hill might have saw something in two practice <laughs> that everybody else saw outside Love of it. the Mahomes thing. I got the Dolphins. Okay, I'm taking the Dolphins too. And ESPN's Football Power Index agrees with us. The Dolphins are favored by a touchdown in this game. Let's get to some other game picks for this week. RC Giants versus Jags. Who you taking? Listen, I'm going. With, I'm going with the Giants. I am drinking all of the Kool-Aid that Brian Dayball is making, and he's not making that Kool-Aid that. Not full of sugar. He is pouring it like we saw on House Party. He is doing such a great job of making this team believe in themselves, continue to fight, and find ways to win games toward the end with making crucial plays and situational football moments. That thing got so much sugar in it, it clump up. Okay, listen, I got I got Jets and Broncos, and guess what, America? I'm taking the Jets because they are good. That's a good football team, man. I think defensive line-wise is where they are going to dominate. We saw the Denver Broncos offensive line struggle mightily against the Los Angeles Chargers the last time out. This ain't the team you want to play with a struggling offensive line. Russ Hamstring may not be mobile enough. Yeah. Quentin Williams, Sheldon Rankins, Carl Lawson, F Franklin Myers, they coming. And this defense on the back end is just as good as anybody with sauce. Hey, look to me. I'm going to take the Chargers over the Seahawks. And we just watched the Chargers play one of the worst games we've ever seen against the Denver Broncos. But in the end, Justin Herbert found a way to make a play to win the game. Also, when you look at the blitz package that was deployed by the Los Angeles Chargers defensively, it really affected Russell Wilson. So I expect them to come after Geno, but I've seen Geno make plays throughout the season. The Chargers have a little bit too much offense for the Seahawks to overcome. And then the Colts-Titans, I'm taking the Colts. Earlier this year, I said Matt Ryan looks like 
Tom Brady's age. And now <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan is starting to place the ball really well. He's understanding this offense, kind of getting Frank Reich off that hot seat when you start trying to interchange these quarterbacks, figuring out offensively, but defensively. DeForest Buckner mm. is the one that Monster. I think it's a great group of D tackles playing in this game. I think Buckner might have the best day, even though Simmons and Archery is on the other side of the ball. I got the Colts in this one. Up next, guess who's back? Dak is back. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the boys, baby. Oh. Let's talk about Marcus them. is going to tell us just how much of the load <laughs> Dak should have to carry in order for the Cowboys <laughs> to be in the win column. You're watching NFL Live, presented by by FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll be right back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Coming this week on Sunday NFL Countdown, we're going one-on-one with Daniel Jones, who has the Giants off to their best start in more than a decade. Plus, as the Dolphins celebrate the 50th anniversary of their perfect season, a can't-miss story you have to see to believe. Kick off your Sunday with us on NFL Countdown at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. So glad you're with us for NFL Live from Baton Rouge. Limelight is brought to you by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live La Vida Mas Fina. Look at Tiger Stadium, y'all. Oh, my my goodness. Death Valley is where it all goes down. This is a little late afternoon game tomorrow with Ole Miss coming into town. And listen, the Rebels might be the seventh-ranked team. The Tigers are the one and a half point. We don't care favorites. about all that. We don't yeah, care well, about all that. You don't need to, here. you know? Look at that. Look, look at that stadium. I know you're a Florida Gator, but it's something. No, no, I love it here. Like, I, I'll, I'll fully admit that. Okay. It's part of the reason okay. why I, I willingly, or somewhat non willingly, wore a Tiger mask on TV earlier. It was yeah. such a Or it could have been because you lost the bet. Only you could make I it did work. Lose the bat. Yeah. That, you know what? I should have brought the mask. I, I left it at home. It's going to be my Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time to read and react to some of the latest news around the NFL guys we start in Dallas where Dak Prescott expected to return this week against the Lions you see him right there he's been out at practice and he said himself he was going to be playing here's Mike McCarthy on how he will know Dak is back to form yeah rhythm and timing uh, that, that, that's the biggest thing and it's you know it's a challenge to you know it's a challenge to grab that in, in this shorter period of time I mean you got to get ahead of him mentally take those mental reps uh, and then when you get out there um, yeah, you, you just go through practice obviously helps uh, just getting the speed of everything the timing and uh, I feel like I put myself in a good spot had a good practice today. I'm uh, just excited just to get back out there. 
while since we've seen him out there. Right? What do you expect from Dak's first game back from injury? I expect the game to come to Dak. And that is exactly what you need to do. You talk about this in basketball all the time. You start in and you then you extend range. And I believe Kellen Moore needs to put him in that situation. We saw with Cooper Rush using the play action, using the run game, and he was throwing to wide receivers that had a lot of space. He has a rapport with CD, Michael Gallup, obviously, and Noah Brown. The team is better with Dak at quarterback, yeah. but I think he needs to let the game come to him. And then when you need those plays, you got your $40 million man. On to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, who have struggled in the fourth quarter of games this season. Ugh. Jackson actually ranks 28th in QBR, throwing one touchdown to four interceptions in the fourth quarter, while Baltimore has been outscored by a league-worst 42 points. Here's Jackson this week on the Ravens' struggles late. You know, our attitude, you know, we, we, we pissed off about losing. Um, every, everyone knows, you know. Our fans pissed off, you know, all of us pissed off, but at the same time, you know, we, we gotta we can't dwell on it. You know, we gotta move on, get get focused on the Browns and the young guys, you know, they, they dialed in as well. You know, everybody focusing up. Uh we just ready to go out there and put on the show, you know, because we so mad. Real talk. RC, how did the Ravens get the late game struggles turned around against the Browns this week? Well, the first thing is I love Lamar. I love Lamar because he wants to take everything on his shoulders in the fourth quarter. The Ravens can't allow him to do that. The Ravens have to help him out. Someone needs to make a play defensively. There's a running back. There's a wide receiver who needs to come up and get yards after the catch or yards after the touch to allow Lamar Jackson to not have to put everything on his shoulders where he feels like he has to hold the ball in the pocket and Kayvon Tibble to hit it out or throw interceptions late in games. I'd love to see him turn it around. It's been a little bizarre to see him yeah. sort of crumble late in these games. Time for our FanDuel Sportsbook same game parlay and for this we go to Marcus. All right, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit of uh, 49ers and Chiefs. Marcus, will Patrick Mahomes have over 275 pass yards versus the 49ers? It'll be under and I know this is almost blasphemous saying this about Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to show some respect to D'Amico Ryan's in the San Francisco yeah. 49ers defense yeah. and I believe Kansas City needs to be balanced in order to win this game. How about Devontae Adams, will he have over 80 receiving yards against the Texans for the Ravens? Over, I mean, for the Raiders? Over. Are they playing? Are they going to play the game? Because if they're going to play the game, he's going to have more than 80 yards. We saw him and Derek Carr finally yeah. have that explosion against Kansas City. My man Derek Stingley going to have his hands full. Oh, goodness. But Devontae going to get open enough. That's a good little LSU shout out. Yeah, a little matchup there. Match up things, there. Okay, how about Chargers Seahawks? Will Austin Eckler score a touchdown against the Seahawks? Austin Eckler will score a touchdown against the Seattle Seahawks because they're going to give him the ball a hundred times. Like, that's, what, that's been the theme <laughs> of the Los the Angeles. Yeah, that's been yeah. the theme of the Los Angeles Chargers over the last three weeks. He's a vital part to this offense, especially absent of Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler gets in the end. Yeah, he scored six touchdowns since yeah. week four. That's the most in the NFL. And whoever win, let me hold some. Okay, uh, you heard <laughs> our picks. Now you can use those or make your own to build a same-game parlay Ooh, with right Sportsbook, Golly. America's number one sportsbook. Get in the Look. gym. Look at these legends. I'm gonna get back in the gym. Okay, yeah, you gonna get swollen again? Yeah, I wanna be sexy. Sounds good. It's still to come. Patrick oh, Mahomes is, well, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. He may have fallen to the Bills, but hear why someone here thinks he'll be just fine against the banged up Niners. We'll be right back with more NFL Live from LSU. Stay with us. Go. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. NFL Live is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Look at Mike the Tiger coming out there. You see him? You see him? That's fierce. Ferocious. Okay, let's get back to some big news. After Sunday's loss to the Rams, (laughs) a dejected Christian McCaffrey said, quote, all I want to do is win, end quote. Well, he may get his chance. Traded to San Francisco late last night, and here's just moments ago, his new head coach, Kyle Shanahan. Listen to this. I think he's a real good player in every system. That's John. Um, there's, I think there's a lot. Of, I mean, any really good player is a perfect player for our system. Um, but I, I do think, I mean, he's a very good runner, so he's going to be good in everything. Um, he also has very good hands. He also has um, separation ability um, in the past game. And I also think he's a guy just mentally um, who can handle a lot. I don't think there's anything he can't do. Um, just whether it's in the pass game, the run game, blocking. Um, I think he's a very talented player. Um, and just watching how he plays, uh, he plays, he's a very smart player. Interesting that you heard Shanahan mentoring the good hands. You've got to think there's so many different ways they mm-hmm. can fit McCaffrey into this offense versatility-wise. We bring in Jeremy Fowler once again. And, and Jeremy, how did this deal go down? And can we expect to see Christian McCaffrey against the Chiefs on Sunday? Well, Laura, the Panthers wanted a premium first-round pick. The 49ers basically said, we ain't got it, but we can put something on it. So they put together this huge package, (laughs) second, third, fourth, fifth-round picks. L.A. Rams couldn't compete. They were in it. They didn't have enough draft capital. They tried to throw in Cam Akers, another running back, in that deal. Wasn't enough. And so right now, the 49ers are going to see how McCaffrey feels and looks coming into the weekend, make a determination whether he could play. Will probably be a limited role, if so, maybe a red zone package. Great stuff, Jeremy. I know. There we go. All right. The 49ers are facing the Chiefs this week. Arguably, no quarterback has been more effective under pressure than Patrick Mahomes this season. He throws touchdowns at the highest rate, first downs at the third highest rate, is sacked at the fourth lowest rate in the league when pressured. Those are all things he'll need to do on Sunday against this 49ers defense. They rank fourth in the league in pressure percentage this season. And Nick Bosa said he's, quote, pretty optimistic he'll be ready for this one. So, Marcus, what do you think of Mahomes? facing that pressure. He's going to have to be special. Listen, Brown struggled with Von Miller. Look, tee him up. If Nick Bosa is back, it's the worst thing that could happen for an offensive line. So I'm looking forward to see how Patrick Mahomes avoids him. But also, if Nick Bosa is 100%, having him back, though, in that lineup frees up a lot of guys elsewhere defensively, which I think is going to bode well for them trying to get this offense stopped. And I think also when you watch Patrick Mahomes throughout his career, normally when he doesn't play well, which he did play well, just a bad turnover late, when he doesn't play the way he wants to, he usually rebounds in a big yeah. way. We saw Juju Smith-Schuster emerge last week as a go-to guy from outside of Travis Kelsey. And also the run games of the Kansas City Chiefs is really underrated, but Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid have to stick with it, especially against these 49ers. Juju on that. 
Juju. Huh? You get the juju going because you're in Baton Rouge. <laughs> what is All right. wrong with you? <laughs> He's crazy. He's not a professional, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, when is he ever? Let's pick this game. Chiefs or 49ers? Who I'm going with the Chiefs. I think the yeah. Chiefs find a way to win this game. Defensively, they seemed to step up last week, and it was outside of two big plays down the sideline to Phillips. I thought they did an extremely good job. But offensively, they'll continue to find ways to move the ball around and get people involved until they pick up OBJ later on in the season. I got KC oh, in this one. I heard this that. You said, yeah, okay, Chiefs, pick it up, OBJ. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> why, why I say that? Is what? that who I pick? I pick San Francisco? Oh, no, we both oh, picked the Chiefs. I think right. we got the wrong I, thing I got there. the Chiefs. Listen, Patrick Ignore Mahomes the plays for them, right? Yes. Travis Kelsey as well. I think the Chiefs are going to stay balanced. It really goes back to what I think offensively they actually want to be until yeah. one of these wide receivers emerge as a guy they feel comfortable with winning one-on-ones consistently. I'm going with KC 28-24. Oh, no. Look, look, okay, so, so Ryan and I also picked I the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs, though. We did, but I don't know what happened. Maybe we miscommunicated. Either way, you said Chiefs. I'm saying Chiefs. You said Chiefs. So maybe one of us should have picked the 49ers. But Who either way, Chiefs? we're going to keep it on that. I don't know. I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl when these two teams played, too, and I was not right. All right, guys. But l listen, we're here in LSU for a great reason because Ole Miss and LSU are, are facing off tomorrow. I want to get y'all's picks. I want to get y'all's picks in that game. Let's we go. do a very special college football edition of NFL Live here. Ryan, you get to go first. Who are you taking, LSU or Ole Miss? I am taking the LSU Tigers. It's not like I would have taken another team anyway, but I actually believe this. The defense <laughs> steps up. Jaden Daniels steps up. BK starts to, to get his SEC. Talk to him, RC. Me and Marcus Spears will be on SEC Network early appearance by these two. Go ahead, Swaggo. Who are you taking? Back. I've been waiting to get back, Boogie. You know this is where I started. This was my we breeding ground. <laughs> LSU by 50. That's what we're doing. I don't care what happens in the game. All I want is a W. The Tigers by 50. Yes, I said it. Did Five, you see the big general stadium? Oak trees everywhere. LSU by 50. Welcome to the quad. There you have it. Not that there was ever a doubt. We'll see you on SEC Nation tomorrow okay. with these guys and next week on NFL Live. Thanks for being with us. Thank <laughs> you.